Hey y'all, it's Yaisa. And tonight I want to talk about fear, failure, and then love and faith. Tonight I had a chance to talk to my ex. And if I can just rewind the time and be the person I am today, I would be that person today, yesterday. Yesterday meaning like when I first started my life on my own without my parents or like any connections to what was familiar to me. I moved to Oklahoma over 20 years ago, like 20 to be exact. And I was bright eyed and bushy tailed and I just had it all planned out, you know, become a professor. And because when you become a professor, you're able to like, think of where you want to live, like lifestyle. So I was hoping to like hop over to the East Coast and then, I don't know, live happily ever after with a significant other, start a family. And my life did not quite go that way. I ended up meeting someone and then had a shotgun wedding. So meaning like I got pregnant, then had this quick wedding. And it was like the best worst. Like the best worst was... I was new to Oklahoma from California. I was new to God and like learning who God is, not was, because God, he's alive. He's not, he didn't change. And today the word fear had been coming up because like fear of regret, fear of failure. And the opposite of fear is love. And love is not just a word, it's an action. It's not just an emotion, it's an action. And so it's like today I remember having this conversation with my ex about his plans because he's already remarried and he's uh, separated, gonna go back to his wife. And it was just like, uh, the word anger came up, and I let him know I'm very angry. Angry at my choice. And like even though the word seemed like I was tongue-lashing, it was like I already had had a dream maybe like a week ago. And through the dream, Holy Spirit revealed to me that I had a root of bitterness. And bitterness is compared to acid. And then if there's bitterness in someone in their heart, or a bitterness, bitter spirit, it's like inside. And so thinking about acid and then your body, it's like acid in a container because your body contains your spirit. And I thought when I heard that from Holy Spirit about me, I thought that can't be true because, I mean, it's been like three or four years since we've been divorced and I wrote a book about, you know, my process and how long does it have to be where you connect to someone or how long does it have to be where you're still like associated with someone? Like, why can't you just move on? Like people do it all the time. Like, why do I have to be connected to the past? Like, I want to like be present and I want to have such a hope for my future. And just the reveal of bitterness had me to repent. You know, like not just repent, but like chop that root out of me uh, to destroy that root. Because if I didn't destroy it, it would destroy destroy me. 
And I happened to have a conversation with a friend this past weekend about deliverance and healing, how there's like layers. So even though I had the dream and then had the, you know, revelation through Holy Spirit, like today, a week later from the dream, here I am arguing or like having a heated or passionate discussion with my ex and the word anger comes out. So I'm like, am I, you know, when I say it, it's like, it comes out like it's like a bullet, you know, and I'm like thinking to myself, like, why can't I be over all this? But then he reveals to me some things and then it's like, it's full circle moment, how the genesis of our connection, how there was lots of hurt on his side too. You know, him wanting to pursue his basketball dream, and then he said that I was not supportive, you know, and I'm like, but I'm not my, I'm not the same person I was, but I'm still being held responsible for it. And like, that was like over 20, over 19 years ago. And um, I mean, the things he shared like with me would have hurt me had I been back in the past. But the process of healing, preparation for victory, because you already have victory, but you still got to prepare for it. Because preparing means getting rid of this spirit of offense or bitterness. Well, anyway, I thought the words of fear and failure, and like, I've been wondering, like, am I stuck? Like, why is it that he's moved on? so many times, or even if he's moved on where he's maybe been in toxic things, like just moving on from woman to woman. And me, I slowly have dated, but then it's like I've slowly have cut folks off. Like we're kind of like doing the same thing, but just opposite. Whereas out of his fear and his failure, he's moving, but still moving in the same direction of where the fear created the failure and versus me I'm like you know confessing professing decreeing declaring the word of God but yet there's still fear and failure of like regret regret of the choice I made and maybe like can I move on from now and so um when I left my conversation with him because we were you know, I was in my car. He was, like, outside of my driver's side window. It's like I just yelled and screamed on my way back home. Like, I release regret. I release myself. I release myself. I release myself. I release myself from his grip of being someone who was, you know, his, I guess, his fear or someone that he was angry at. I just released myself because I'm like, if I wait for him to release me, it may or may not happen. And I know through Christ 2,000 years ago, or over 2,000 years ago, I'm already released. But it's like, I have to release it out of my mouth because it's like, God has already done it through Christ. But then it's like, I have to walk it out. I have to live it out. I got to talk it out. And y'all, It was like my windows was down and I'm here yelling, I release myself, I release myself. And I mean, like, it's not, I wouldn't say a feeling. I knew that whatever that was, was trying to take me back to that place of shame, of 
insecurity of of darkness and that was just a beginning of the breakthrough now i've already received my deliverance and my healing and i've been set free but i want to encourage someone that it's going to be times where there's layers to this there's levels to this where you don't have to fight for it you fight from it like you have to know the word and you have to stand on the word and even if you got to say it like a million times that means if you just say it nonstop like whom the sun sets free is free indeed or John 10 and 10 you know God came to give us life through Christ and life more abundantly and like whatever is not abundant in my life God through Christ is making my finances alive and more abundant or God is making my relationships alive and more abundant God is making my vision alive and more abundant. God is making my energy, my vitality alive and more abundantly. You you have to, like David, encourage yourself, but you also have to like take hold of it. You, It can slip through your hands if you want to hold on to something else. And when you hold on to something else, it's like, even when you squeeze your hand together in a ball right now, it may not feel like it, but there's like a pressure and there's like even a little bit of effort involved. But when you just open up your palm, not only are you able to release, but you're also able to receive. And when I say hold on to the word, you want to have your hands open, like palms open or hands heavenward, lifted up. So that even if you're like this receptacle that God can pour in that you're able to be in a position to receive. But if your hands are balled up, maybe not only is your hand balled up, but maybe your heart is, maybe your mind is, maybe your eyes, your ears, your senses, not just your natural senses, but your spiritual senses that are able to like release and also to receive. So I'm going to end on there's faith and failure, but there's also love and there's also faith, which gives us hope.